There are shows in this world that we will never fully understand, understand, except Ghost Adventures. We have watched every episode to build our obsession, our fandom, watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn, gives a damn. Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena. This is our podcast. We are Paranormal Kuntas. It's me, Bethany. And we're joined with Pacone, who you heard me yelling at. That's my cat. His name's not Pacone, but uh, he's jumping all over the place. He's got a lot of names, this one. Yeah, yeah, he does. But uh, welcome on back, everybody. It's a new episode of Paranormal Putas. Hell yeah, it is. And we are kicking off um, a new like mini series, and we're really, really excited. Hell about yeah. It. Um, we're calling this one Family Legends. Oosh. Because, baby, we only print the legend around here. Oh, she on fire tonight, y'all. She on fire. Um, but this, if, if you follow us on Instagram, um, we had an event earlier in June. Um, it was actually, what weekend was it? It was, it was Father's Day weekend in yes, June. Yes, yes, you're right. Um, so our dad, who we love very, very much, um, he threw us our first ever little Paranormal Putas event. And it was close family, friends, um, and people showed up to share their stories <laughs> and uh, and really support us. And it was a beautiful uh, event. And so we're really excited to bring y'all these tales. Yeah, we have been trying to get our, our dad on the show for a while, his <laughs> his brothers, some family, like all these people. And, and it was really cool that, that he stepped up and was like, yeah, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite everybody and they better tell their damn stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. He was all like, don't show up if you're not going to tell your stories. And he was he was our number one fan that day, making people either buy something or tell their stories. So uh, thanks, dad. We appreciate it. Thanks, dad. <laughs> you're the best, pop. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so yeah we're really excited about this it was a great day got to hang out with family and our first time really hanging out with more than just our dad and our sisters since uh pre-covid so yeah. it was nice just to be around people barbecue cut up cut it up a little bit see yeah. our grandma it was nice yeah it was interesting too because i feel like all of us were like still a little awkward yeah because we're like people <laughs> can we hug <laughs> yeah i was like do you want to hug like i don't know what to do yeah hey grandma you want to hug me i don't know <laughs> no, but it was fantastic and uh so we got a few people's stories yeah we're gonna you're gonna hear tonight from kathy who is our uh dad's cousin so what's that like our second cousin first cousin yeah, something, like, something that. like that family family <laughs> uh and Nancy. Um, and Nancy is actually the wife of one of our dad's, um, probably one of our dad's oldest friends, Hoffa. Hoffa! And, and, and that's his nickname. Uh, and we've known Hoffa and his kids for a really long time. I can remember us like going on little day trips together, mm-hmm. or hanging out, swimming and barbecuing. So it was really good to see Hoffa uh, <laughs> and Mrs. Hoffa. And, uh, <laughs> and so you're going to hear from those two ladies tonight as we kick off Family Legends. Yeah. Let's do it. 
So this first one that we're actually going to hear is Kathy. Uh, And it's kind of funny because Kathy, when she first got there, she was like, I don't have spooky stories. And I noticed this with like all of dad's aunts and our grandma. Like, no, we don't believe in that. We don't have stories. But as they ate food and got a little more comfortable, all of a sudden the stories just started flowing. I was like, I thought you ladies didn't have nothing to say. So Kathy started talking. She didn't want to go into the room that we had set up to actually like try to professionally record our stories, which is fine. Uh, But when she started talking, we just had to hit record. So this footage that you're going to hear from Kathy is what we recorded really just using our cell phones and listening in the moment so yeah yeah we were sitting there at, at, at one of the tables outside and, and leah just pulled out her phone and started recording this audio yeah <laughs> enjoy living in the house we're little living in the house where we live right now and over place my mom and dad would go out you know they're young they would go out so we were old enough to stay home by ourselves and then three three girls we slept in the back when we shared a room and then robert Steps had a creak, yeah. and you would hear the creak, 
And then my father would go to the restroom. He would actually hear the toilet flush. I'm serious. This yeah. flush. This would have happened. Flush. And then you would hear him come out on the platform of the top of the stair because he got to freak too. He'd go into the bedroom. And then their, on their bed, you sit in the corner and you hear go. So one day, I was in the living room by myself. And I didn't live there, but I was there. And it was dark, you know, only the, the computer light was on yeah. and the TV. And I wasn't really paying attention because I was on the computer. And all of a sudden, I heard the steps, right? But I wanted to, to be like I didn't hear it, you know, like it wasn't bothering me because I'm scary. So I stayed on the computer, but all of a sudden, the back of my hair just went up like this. I just whipped around like that, and I was so scared. I don't know where I got the story. I went straight to that stairs, turned the light on, and said, Dad, leave, leave. You're supposed to be gone. Leave. And then that was it. Oh, my goodness. But that's spooky for me. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was scared. Yeah, there's that is scary to hear them still doing what they did when they were alive. But you can hear him. Now, it's been, he, that, was in, that was in 2001. And... I don't know how long after that that it was happening, but now it's stopped. I haven't heard it since. Randy's a big chicken. Randy, Randy, there's something going on upstairs. I can hear it. I don't want to know about it. That big bang? Randy, you scared? Yeah, really. scary, Terry. The unknown is scary. You don't know if it's true or not. That's why I tell you, I like to hear Bobby talk because Bobby says some stuff. You know, and even if he's drunk, Remembers the next day. Yeah. If you question him, and then he'll tell you the same story yeah. without changing one word. Yeah. He'll tell you the same thing. Yeah. Your your dad just sit there and say that that little devil was sitting on him and doing it like this. Yeah. You know, and he didn't, you know, live there a long, long time like Bobby did. Right. Right. So that's yeah. scary. And that reminds me of what you said because he got like paralyzed almost, like he couldn't move. Um, we talked to one of my friends and we interviewed her a couple weeks ago and she had something very similar like that happen to her where she felt something on like her messing with her in her bed but she was paralyzed she couldn't do anything about it um, so it's always interesting to hear just different things and why they happen to us or how they happen to us and Chacha. Remember we said that Chacha, he saw Chacha come from the ceiling of the 
Kathy's uh, story and I really enjoyed it because it was either a really good tale of sleep paralysis uh, possibly possibly a haunting or if you're my grandma just somebody who decided to open the window and pinch you I'm really excited about that because I, I kind of forgot in the moment that my grandma chimes in the other voice that you hear saying, well, maybe somebody was just standing outside your window, like speaking logically. That's our grandma. <laughs> yeah. And Leo was saying earlier, like it's it's this thing that we keep hearing other people talk about, um, like our family doesn't acknowledge it. And here grandma is like not acknowledging it or not giving it like credibility mm-hmm. as something that could be paranormal. Uh, like Leah just said, she's trying to be more logical, which is, is funny because a lot of people's families do that. Yeah. But on top of that, like knowing some of the stories that y'all will hear in the future, mm-hmm. like how she responded to certain things and then denies them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's so interesting. It, it really is. Yeah. And it's just, but why? I, and again, we've said it, you know, if you acknowledge it, it's real, right? So it may be real in the moment, but after it's happened, you just forget about it or try to forget about it. Repress mm-hmm. that shit because if you keep it in the forefront, it's just going to keep happening. Yeah. Or you're giving it too much power yeah. as, as other fam- or people in their stories say. Or yeah. Like whatever the case may be. Yeah. Interesting. Really good stuff. Something else I really loved about that audio that Leah got uh, is that you can hear the party going on. I'm like, ooh, yeah, we, we got atmosphere and shit. Like, it's like y'all are there with us yeah. in our backyard, you know, jamming and hanging out in front of the fans and eating snossages. Hell yeah, man. Oh, we ate so much good food that day. But that's exactly what it was. You hear a little bit of, of Tejano going on in the background, everybody having a good time, cracking up. Just drinking beers, yeah. Just living life. It was a, it was a beautiful day. Yeah, it was fantastic, and um, and and I think it's awesome that we have this one story where we did capture some of that atmosphere. Yeah. So I think next is going to lead us to Nancy. Nancy. Uh, we're spending an afternoon here in our childhood home that is very much haunted. <laughs> We've shared our personal <laughs> stories. Our guest uh, is looking at us like that's the first time she's heard of that. Uh, but yes, you are sitting in a haunted house. <laughs> but we have here uh, Nancy, uh, who is uh, the wife of who my dad calls Hoffa. And, and Jimmy is someone who we grew up with. We knew his daughters growing up. Uh, Jimmy's been a family friend for many, many years. Uh, so to have Nancy here means a lot. So if you want to say hey to everybody and introduce yourself. 
Hello, I'm Nancy, and I'm Hoffa's wife, and I'm really happy to be here, even if the house is haunted. <laughs> yes, very exciting, and we're uh, excited to hear your stories. We understand, and this I don't. You're from Austin, yeah, yes. yeah, born and raised born Austin, and raised. East Side, East Side, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what we're striving for, right? Uh, and and maybe you heard us say this: where we really want to focus in on the community, east side, mm-hmm. our culture, mm-hmm. and hear their personal stories. So um, we're glad that you're here. And really, we just kind of let you take it away whenever you're ready to start, however you want to okay. lay it out. Yeah. It's yours. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, so I was born in downtown Austin, Texas. Um, the, the name of the hospital is Brackenridge Hospital. Mm-hmm. It actually oh, yeah. just got torn down about mm-hmm. a month and a half ago yeah. to make way for the new $400,000 condos, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. is a, you know, it's a real shame. And I also went to Metz Elementary School, which was also haunted. Yes, yes. It's so haunted. yes. yes. <laughs> so um, I guess I've had some experience with the uh, paranormal um, events. Um, I although I don't remember any happening to me at Met. Okay. Um, you know, if I sat down and really thought about it, I would have to say that every time I went to the little girl's restroom, you could almost hear some uh, noise that sounded like other little children. Oh. And um, um, you know, and uh, I don't. Uh, like, I didn't make that up. That yeah. really did happen uh, at Metz Elementary School. Um, and so we were uh, living on East Austin. In fact, we were on East Avenue, mm-hmm. which is now in front of Rainy Street, oh, yep. which is another huge, you know, yeah, gentrified. Super popular, yeah. 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 The, the, the million dollar condos that are up over there. But we had aunts, uncles, tias. I mean, we had them all yeah. lined up on Rainy Street and East Avenue. And uh, my grandmother, her house was super old. And, uh, like, she still had the water coolers in the front window that yeah. threw water at you, yeah. you know, because we all slept on the floor. Yeah. And uh, my grandma's restroom was all the way to the back of the house. And it was one of those bear claw bathtubs. Oh, yeah. But, my oh, my God. When you had to go use the bathroom and it's pitch dark back there, it's like, it seems like the most furthest room <laughs> <laughs> from the house. And, it, you know, you're almost like, uh, hey, cuz, do you want to go to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because nobody wants to go back there nope. by themselves. And my grandmother, so the bathroom was all the way to the back, um, but she had this big closet, but it didn't have any doors. It just had curtains. Mm -hmm. And she would say, oh, mija, go get me, like, some paper towels out of the closet. And, oh, my God, that was, like, another adventure. You know, you're (laughs) like, "Uh, do I have to go by myself? (laughs) Um, And I, you know, as I'm thinking about this now, because I'm sitting here with you guys, um, I remember when I would go back there and I would just kind of like put my hand through the curtain (laughs) and like feel around for the paper towels. And I kid you not, I swear I felt like someone touched my hand. I mean, it's just the, you know, (laughs) it is the just most creepiest feeling that you get. 
as a child. Yeah. And as a child, you don't know any better, so you don't tell anybody yeah. because you're like, oh, my, that couldn't have happened. Yeah. Uh, but those kinds of things did happen, and they happen pretty often. Um, I remember that my cousin used to say that at night when we were asleep, the lechuza would sit outside the, the tree that was yeah. right outside my grandma's um, front porch and I, she would always say yeah you should look at night when everybody's asleep look out the window and I was like no I'm not looking out the no. window why do I want to see that and you know to me the owl is an owl yeah. but I don't know when you have that lechusa word it just mm-hmm. makes it more I don't know um What's the word? Supernatural. Natural. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. scary. And that's something yeah. that, yeah, that we like to focus in on, especially, like we said, bringing it back to the culture. Why is it that the owl, for us Mexicanos, becomes something so much greater than just an owl, right? Yeah. When you say la chusa, it's like, oh, no. Oh, no, we don't mess with it. We don't mess with it, right? <laughs> what, why, why our culture? Why do we, you know, it's crazy. So, yeah, I, no, yeah. we understand that oh. feeling. We get scared anytime we see an owl. Now, <laughs> yeah. It's one of our legends. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. We've been told this since we were little kids kids you know yeah so yeah of course yeah and and and, you know like the movie theater just came out with la llorona oh yeah yeah, the other day jimmy and i were on netflix and i was like oh you want to see la llorona he's like no i don't want to see that i mean you know jimmy he's got big muscles and you know but he doesn't even want to see it um but we grew up with the idea that the lechuza la llorona and you don't go to the Rocking M on, you know, on uh, 183. You dance with the devil. And dance with the guy with the legs that look like chicken, chicken feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mind is being blown right now. Like, yeah, yes, the Rocking yes. M. Yeah, the Rocking M. I mean, people actually spoke of this like mm-hmm. it was a like an event a that real actually happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A real occurrence. And so, um, so, but... The the story I was going to tell you guys about was, um, so my grandma, my other grandma on my mom's side, they lived on Holly Street, and it was in the corner of Holly and Chicon. Okay, yeah. And so um, my grandparents had already split up, so it was my grandma's house with my aunts and uncles. And um, my mom says that one night they were pulling into the driveway, and they see a shadow in the window. And so my mom, my aunt, you know, my uncle, so it was my Aunt Pauline and my Uncle Mario, and there, my mom's like, who's home? And my aunt's like, well, no one's home. And my mom said, well, there's somebody in the window. And so they're all standing outside, and my mom says you could hear some voices coming, because back then nobody closed their doors. You know, it was a screen door, Mm -hmm. and so... um, so my mom said, well, somebody's home because you could hear the noise coming from inside the house. And so, of course, the girls decided not to go in. And my Uncle Mario said, well, I'll go in. Yeah. And he went through the whole house and there was no one there. Um, wow. But everyone swears there was someone in the window. Um, mm. And my mom swears that house was haunted. Mm-hmm. It's not too far from Mets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. And if we believe 
that the spirit lives on, you know, it's not too far from Town Lake. Right. Mm -hmm. So we used to be told that every time you cross the river, you know, you're supposed to do the sign of the cross. Mm -hmm. And so um, it just, uh, or, you know, like you don't take babies across the river until they're baptized. That was one of the other legends that were, that we were told as well. For their soul, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. To protect their soul. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. Because uh, in the paranormal universe, we do a lot of research on it. Right? We're big fans of it. Uh, water is is a huge conductor of energy. So if if anything's going to cross, it have the ability to cross water a little more easily, I think, as a conductor. So that would make sense if we need to protect ourselves before doing that because we don't want to risk it. <laughs> yeah. What's down there? What's in that water? Yeah, I don't know. We don't want to risk that. Wow. Yeah. I believe well, yeah. it. It's an energy for yeah. sure. It's an energy. And um, so that was my grandma's house. Unfortunately, she lost the house. Mm-hmm. You know, I had an uncle who was on drugs and she had signed it off. To the bell bonds and so they recovered the house when he didn't show up for court Dang and man. so my grandmother moved and then we ended up leaving east austin for southeast austin so mm-hmm. now we're in montopolis texas mm-hmm. okay Woo-woo. Rats, but I, I don't agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they were the East Side Roaches, but you know, whatever. Um, so, and so when we moved to Montopolis, um, many years later, of course, my grandmother died in 2003. And one year to the day that my grandma died, um, I was, um, so I had a drinking problem. And I had just lost my house to a foreclosure, and I had moved in with my parents. And I was sleeping on the sofa, and my mom came out to talk to me or whatever. I I can't remember why, but she came out, and we were both sitting on the sofa together, and we could hear somebody in the kitchen. And, um, And I was like, is that you, Daddy? You know, and, but it wasn't my dad. And it was me and my mom were on the sofa. So it, my mom says, oh, that's your grandma. And then when we looked at, you know, the date, it was the same day that she had died a year before. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that actually brought me comfort. Yeah. I, and she, and in my, now I'm recovered from alcoholism for 14 years. And in my 14 years of sobriety, she shows up for me as the bluebird, the robin, mm-hmm. and um, and when I see her, it gives me this um, like just this overwhelming, comforting, like everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. It yeah, I think it's a beautiful sentiment, and that's something that I believe. I think we we lost our mother a couple years ago, and I like to think in uh, different symbols that she comes and, and shows herself and lets you know that. You know, they're, you're there, they're there, and you're being supported and cared for even after they've taken that next step, right? That's yeah. that's a beautiful thing. It is very comforting, like you said. So that's really nice. I'm glad that you have that. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone should have something that they, you know, that can, they can um, connect yes. to. Not, I don't want to call it the afterlife, but yeah. to that other, like you said, that next level of living. Yeah, right. the next right. step, yeah, whatever mm-hmm. it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. 
<laughs> do you think that and we kind of already talked about it like do you have anything that you think um, and it could have been uh, your struggles with alcoholism but do you think that anything else maybe happened in life that has opened you up to see things that way or to experience what you've experienced um, well something I hear in recovery is that we we didn't choose the house we were going to be raised in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, to actually believe that I can choose something different for myself and break the cycle because, yeah. you know, alcoholism runs rampant in our culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so to just know that because I have that comforting support. I mean, my grandmother, she was my greatest supporter, she never questioned me. She never judged me. She never criticized me. Um, and so when I see her show up, you know, in the bluebird, it, I, it just, it just gives me that reassurance. Like, hey, yeah. you know, you can do this. And so, um, yeah, there, there was this one other time, and the, where the bluebird showed up. Um, when I was sitting with another girl, I was working the 12 steps with her. It's the AA fellowship. That's what they do. We were sitting at a picnic table and she was telling me her life story, which, you know, most of us, we have those things that we don't like to talk about. Mm -hmm. And we were sharing that with each other. And the bluebird flew into, we were at a treatment center. So the bluebird flew into the yard. And I said to Stacy, and she won't mind me using her name because you'll never meet her. (laughs) I said to Stacy, oh my God, look at the bluebird. And as I looked over, the bluebird was gone, but I had my, my AA book. And I turned and there were two bluebird feathers on my book. Wow. And so I have those feathers still today. I have them taped to my book. And every time I open that book to pray or to meditate, I feel comfort. Mm -hmm. I just feel the comfortness. Um, One of the other times that the bluebird showed up, um, I was dating this guy that nobody liked. <laughs> it's easy to blame alcoholism on your boyfriend. Okay, I had that guy in my family. My mother was like, you need to get rid of him. Um, so his name was Ray. Uh, and Ray was in, also in a treatment center in Arizona. And he called me on the phone one day. And... Um, So I'm at work, but I could answer the phone. And I answered the phone, and I look out, and I see the bluebird fly and land on the fence. And I kid you not, like, Ray had no idea my significance to the bluebird, but he started talking about an experience that he was having with the bluebirds. And that it was just really coincidence? No. Yeah. I don't think so. No, yeah, no. no. And and Ray turned out to not be the person that I needed to be with, mm-hmm. you know. And so what was interesting is after I got off the phone with Ray, I played back my voicemail, and you could hear Ray talking about the bluebird. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, it was just another time yeah. where I could really just um, 
be okay with myself mm-hmm. right? Right. because that's really you know what we all want we want to be comfortable in our own of skin course, yeah and I want to know that even though I thought I couldn't live without this guy I really could you live could. without yeah. this guy yeah 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 that's awesome yeah. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. beautiful, That's Nancy. really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> that you have this symbol that comes to you, you know, during significant points in your life. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I think that's supernatural in a way, you know. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> for sure. And I guess we won't know that until we get to the other side, uh-huh. yeah. you know, yeah. to yeah. that next level of yeah. living. That's why we're so curious about it, you know, because we all have something, you know, and that's why we like talking to people and finding out what their something is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, I don't know, it, it's just kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it brings us closer to people sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can sit here and you can see I don't do manicures and I don't do pedicures, oh, but you would never know. That about the bluebird, unless we spoke about it. Yeah, right. So. right. Yeah, that's awesome. Good stuff, cool. fancy. <laughs> yes. That was beautiful. It was. And you're a really good speaker too. Yeah, yeah. like you said, you, you speak. You, you, we can tell. We can tell you're a public speaker. <laughs> no. That's awesome. Thank well, you. thank you. Yeah. It's been a privilege. I appreciate awesome. it. Yeah. Thanks for your stories, Nancy. It's been great talking to you. Thank you. Awesome. Till next time. Yeah, yeah till next yeah. time. <laughs> Excellent. So those were Nancy's stories, and uh, I know I, I I loved um, that she brought up like a community legend with the rock yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that was really good. Um, but also, just her stories were were kind of beautiful, you know, yeah. with just like having this connection to the bluebird or this this symbol coming into her life at like pivotal moments. Yeah. No, I really liked that. And like to your point, it's beautiful. And I think these stories, while yes, we, we like the spooky stuff, I mean, faith and ghosts and spirituality, all those things, I mean, it's really kind of beautiful. Uh, and to have those connectors uh, remind you that you're not alone and, and you're supported throughout your life by people that love you is really sweet. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. And it was such a uh, pleasure talking to Nancy. She was so fun. <laughs> she was, man. Nancy's just like so easy to talk to, like instantly friends. She's like, take my number. Let's keep in touch. And and she has kept in touch. And yeah. <laughs> like, you know, she's like, I got people that want to talk to y'all. And she's just the sweetest, the sweetest lady. Yeah. yeah, definitely awesome to have her as like a family friend. And um, yeah, like Leah said, just so easy to talk to. And she's such a great speaker. And I'm just honored she wanted to be on our show. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, this is the the first installment of our Family Legends series. So we hope you guys enjoyed this first episode. Um, And in a couple weeks, you'll have another one. (laughs) You know, like this one's tame, sweet, nice, beautiful. They get evil. Yeah, we're going to ramp it up. (laughs) We're just getting started. Um, Yeah, each each episode for Family Legends does get a little bit more intense. So hold on to your shorts. (laughs) Hold on to your nalgas. This is going on. (laughs) We can't wait. But until then, yes, let's watch this, baby. Let's do it. Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the South, powers of fire and feeling. Hear us. And you're cleansed. (sighs) Feels good. As it always does. Yeah. But once again, I'm Bethany. 
That makes me Leah. <laughs> and we're signing off with two besitos. From these putitos. I'm kidding. It wasn't recording. (laughs) I wish it was.